0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking breakout players for 2022 fantasy football. We're going to go position by position and have a few names hopefully for each, um, We'll see if I have a quarterback. I'm not sure yet, but we'll, we'll look through them here. We're just going to jump in. Start at quarterback, Jeff. Do you have a quarterback for your breakout list this year? Is there any?
1: Um, I, I don't have anyone that I want to put like I, the stamp of approval behind their name. I have a few that we can talk about, but no one that I'm going out and, and kind of risking that type of draft capital and thinking that this guy is a, a surefire to kind of yeah. have a breakout season. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm with you. I couldn't. There's not a name. I know some people. Not some people. A lot of people are going to say Trey Lance, right, in this category. I just need to see something before I would do that.
1: Uh, that that is actually one guy that I want nothing to do with. And and I, he's already ranked 13th quarterback. I would rather have Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah. See, Trevor Lawrence is one that maybe could happen. Those those that if it's going to happen, it probably would be between Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence. And you know what? I'm Justin Fields. You know
1: what, he I think he might be okay. I don't think it'll be like a breakout. No, I'll even go this far. I would I, I think that <laughs> I think that Zach Wilson actually has more of a chance to like really break out. I think having a year under their belt where they're playing is gonna help these guys and the ones that we're talking about, especially Trevor Lawrence, they you know, for better or worse, they spent the money and they put a lot of different weapons behind them, around them, yep. you know, on the offensive line, trying to get better. I don't know if I can necessarily say that for Justin Fields, and I don't. I can't really say that for Trey Lance either. I think Debo talking about wanting to be not a uh, you know a two way wide receiver and running back type of player hurts him. Um, you know, I, I just I don't know. I it's a run first offense. I don't think that he himself he would have to do so much running for me to be that interested in him. And you know Zach Wilson, they once again they went out and they got a very high skilled young wide receiver they got elijah moore the year before that they added Brees hall you know they they are putting pieces around these guys and right. we did see how good they were so i would much rather do them than trey lance even though he's ranked ahead of them
0: yeah i'm with you i'm i'm just but no one you know maybe someone does i just i'm not seeing it yet i'm just not there so we'll just we'll just i don't know if we'll even miss necessarily because i could see us throwing like a fields or a lawrence on the end of our bench you know that could be a guy that yeah
1: you know, who would who would who would be your number one when we're talking about those guys like who would you want to try it's
0: honestly a toss up for me but I think it's per- man I, that honestly that is so tough because I can see both I can see both you know sides both players Fields mm-hmm. is interesting because I think that rushing ability is gonna make can help him in fantasy but Lawrence is he was uh, you know one of the best prospects in forever. He just was put in a terrible situation with yeah. a terrible, not NFL coach. Urban Meyer should never, be, never been coaching the NFL. I so I think I lean Trevor Lawrence. Just oh
1: yeah, I would too by far. Yeah. The only other guy I want to name, like just throw out there, is Derek Carr.
0: Uh, I love Derek Carr
1: because look, he he's never he got to in two thousand sixteen he got to the tenth overall QB. Yeah, he's never had as of good of a yeah. situation with as much you know, it, it, like he yeah. does look the part. Finally. I do think finally they put the weapons around him and, and he is going to get to throw the amount of touchdowns. Yep. It's all going to be up to him this year. So I like him as well. I kind of like what what they're doing over there in, in Vegas.
0: Yeah, I would probably, you know, Derek Carr is probably the top of my list, honestly. That's probably, if yeah. I had to really look at it, It's probably Derek Carr in that situation. And, you know, he was a top – he was the
1: 10th quarterback at one point. So you could say he already, like, broke out. That would be fine. But that's why I'm not putting a stamp of approval on anyone. But that was really the two. Derek Carr and and Trevor Lawrence would be interesting.
0: After all that, though, none of them are breakouts for us. (laughs) Just (laughs) potential. Like, yeah, you're not going to be like, yep, this guy's going to be a breakout. It's uh, a little further down. All right, let's move over to running back. So – there's, there's guys on this list that everyone's going to say. I don't think we're going to pick like the main breakout running back candidate for everyone has, but we'll see. Did you put Javante Williams on your list?
1: Oh, no, I didn't. I, I did not
0: either. And I believe if if you go look around or talk to people, Javante Williams is probably going to be the biggest name, 100% going to be the biggest name. Number two name is going to be Cam Akers. And totally. I bet you don't have Cam Akers either. Well, you know I don't. So... <laughs> Cam Akers, Javante Williams, they are going to be on everyone else's list. You're not going to find them on our list. And I'll just say, well, I want to get that out there and say why. Javante Williams is, I'm not sure Melvin Gordon's going away. You know, it was a 100% 50-50 split last year. There was It was like the 50 50th you can get, right? Even if, if Javante gets a little more work, fine. That's, that's great. Melvin Gordon's not going away. He's not. There's just no way. So I'm just not going to pick Javante that. And I'm getting thrown off by how high he's getting ranked. That's probably it too. Cam Akers, coming off an Achilles, he came back quick, right? But he actually didn't play well last year. He didn't actually play well. It was just all, you know, he came back from an Achilles and everyone's all excited. He didn't play well. No one's come back from an Achilles and been good yet. It Just hasn't happened. Yeah. The level of player that have come back, it. You would look at the players and you're like, all right, I get it, right? I think Marlon Mack came back from it, but he hasn't. He's never done anything since he came back, right? And that's about the highest level you're getting. So Cam Akers, to me, I can't pick him because of that Achilles. And I don't know what he's going to be. So those guys didn't make our list. Jeff, who did make your list? Uh,
1: I feel like a broken record because I have to go back to my love a couple of years ago, and I got to go with my guys. And the number one guy on that list is going to be J.K. Dobbins. This guy, I had, I just absolutely believe in the talent i think he would have been extraordinarily good if he didn't just rip his knee up and um i think you know i don't think anyone would disagree with that when he was behind i think he ran for uh i'm pulling it off the top of my head i'm pretty sure it was 800 yards nine touchdowns something like that and about
0: 805 and nine okay (laughs) perfect
1: um and that was with less than 150 carries um he was doing great and yes that rushing offense was top notch at those points can they get back there i believe so um that is going to have to be their bread and butter they let hollywood go so i think jk dobbins is is ready to step up and play the part of the other star on that offense i should say the third right andrews lamar obviously number one and then him um i i just love everything about him and all of the things that people are that i've been hearing about the injury the rehab yes Everything has been going the right direction. Well, he's hungry. I absolutely love it.
0: So that's part of it, the injury is that's what people are thrown off by, right? And he's not gonna be ready. He's on the the pup list right now, which that's that's a that's normal for yeah. coming off. He would if, if they he would be out there if he could. He showed up to practice today, actually. I was reading this article. He showed up to practice today and wanted in, and they're not gonna let him in. And he wants to play. Um, I think it was Ian Rappaport came out last week with uh um a little news blurb that said he might not be ready for week one and Dobbins responded to that himself and said what are you talking about I'll I'll be I'm gonna be there I love that yeah he's he wants to be there the Ravens are obviously taking it slow right but I don't I'm not worried if he's there week one I'm not you know what and in reality if this drives his value down a little bit further awesome better for us because maybe he's not there week one I think he will be maybe if he's not yeah, I don't care if he's not there week one or week two. Guess what? Week three through whatever, I'm going to get an awesome running back and probably get him at an even better value. But J.K. Dobbins, yeah, on my list too, of course. No, no, maybe an easy, like, people I think that listen to this know, those are our guys, or our one of our guys. Mm-hmm. Who's the other one? ETN. <laughs> so Travis ETN made my list too. <laughs> I, I can't believe it,
1: it. literally is just my list of breakouts before both of them got injured. and. Yeah. Look, the, the rehabs, they got injured so early that they had plenty of time to get healthy. And they did. And it was actually probably a better thing. I hate like, no, I don't want him to get injured. But if you're going to get injured, if you're going to miss a year, last year for the Jaguars was the one to miss. Right. And, and look, let Trevor Lawrence do his thing, learn a little bit. I think he'll get better. And Etienne is going to help that so much. He's going to be a great addition. Uh, you know, James Robinson will help make sure they spell him so they don't overuse him. He is great out of the backfield. He can catch the ball. He has all the opportunity to really break out as well, and heaven knows Jaguars are looking for offense, and he is going to be a big part of that. Because, yep. I, I, you know, I like that they went out and got wide receivers, but I, you know, I don't, I don't think the people that they paid a lot of money to are, like, the game breakers. I think they're players that they needed in order to make sure trevor lawrence who they put a lot of capital in is going to be successful i think etn is actually an athlete that can make a big difference so i'm excited to see what he can do more worried about the team it's very hard to bounce back and and create that like you know that chemistry from from where they were last year but i I believe that etn and trevor lawrence because they know each other so well can do it
0: yeah i love etn this year and actually the the, um talk of etn is actually he's getting some very positive just fan news throughout the fantasy world which eh, drive him up a little bit but not not terribly bad yet but I love those two I, I and there's <laughs> such a good value it's such a good value and you know, honestly that's all I had I, I do have one more yeah I can't and see who this it, one is. it is not
1: because of my alma mater but Ken Walker man
0: so yeah I have, I don't know I love Rashad penny
1: and look, I think, but that is my that is my whole pitch. I yeah. love, I actually love Rashad Penny too. But I'm going to take Ken Walker, who is I, I can't call. It's so hard to call him Ken, Ken Walker. Yeah. I know it's so weird, Kenneth Walker to me always. But look, he is going as the 35th running back. Great. Rashad Penny is going to the 28th. I would rather take Kenneth Walker, who doesn't have all the injury concerns. I know who is as talented as Rashad Penny in my opinion, right from the get go. Chris Carson officially retired because yeah. you know. Good for him, man. Good, it, good time to retire before you just completely destroy your body. Seahawks did it right too. He's but, gonna
0: get like he, you know, they it was a however they did it. He's gonna yeah. get plenty of money. I and mean, he's gonna be good. to
1: go. Nothing but respect. I think that's wonderful. Two two running backs on a team that we don't think can throw yet. Right. They're gonna get a lot of time, and Ken Walker yeah. can make a lot of people miss in a short amount of space. And I think that he is he can flourish even in an offense that is you know, just straightforward, you know, kind of battle at the line. I think he can do a lot of really good things. I think right now people are underestimating. I think he'll rise a little bit after hearing about Chris Carson and all these things. But don't sleep on Ken Walker. He is – a lot of people think of him as kind of a grinded-out type of running back, but he is really a freak athlete as well. Insanely fast. He can do a yeah. lot of different things. Um, so I think he will really catch a lot of people by surprise. So he will be on my list. If it wasn't for Dobbins and ETN being – You know, very high draft grades, and we've seen what else they can do as well. You know, Ken Walker could easily be that number one breakout As much as
0: I love Penny, I love what he did at the end of the year. He's the number one running back in football, I think, over the last five games, I believe it was. Just amazing numbers. He looked like, wow, this is why they drafted this guy in the first round. Yeah, he's always hurt. He's always been hurt. He seems to be healthy right now, which could be really good. But yeah, I think there's plenty of work for both of them yeah and that's the thing there there might be in if but if penny were to go down walker is an absolute steal at where he is right now yeah i'm trying to grab him you know it, later well, in drafts i don't want to have, sleep
1: on him too long but yeah
0: he's yeah so all right there we go there's yep. running backs um everybody else i just don't see the i mean like we talked about the williams and acres which other people are going to say i just don't see it i don't see it like also, where they're going to? Yeah, like, I, well, I love Ramondre Stevenson, right? I love yeah. the guy, but he has Harris in front of him to just sit and put him as you know what? That's a breakout. No, he can't be. He's a sleeper. Yeah, a sleeper. you know, Thank he's you. a sleeper because he has a guy in front of him. Which I other factors have to happen for him to get the the work. Like we're well, talking about Walker. Walker's it's going They're both gonna play. Uh, he'll I mean, he'll play. Yeah, he'll from play too, day but, one he'll play. But he has. An actual guy in front of him who the injury concern is a great one. And that's a that's probably why that's gonna happen. You know it's gonna happen. I mean, Rashad Penny can't stay healthy. Damian Harris doesn't have that problem that we know of. So
1: and, and Ken Walker would play regardless like Chris if Chris Carson was healthy, then yeah. I could see okay, right. whatever. But look, there even if you think Rashad Penny is running back number one and he wants sixty percent of the carries, they'd be like, uh fine. Well, forty can go to Ken Walker. I'm still fine with that. And they're gonna try to keep Rashad Penny healthy. Yep. Ken Walker is you know, you gotta go for the the young legs right now, and and he's that yep. in a in a very good situation. So love him, love, love, love.
0: All right, let's go to receiver. What do you got at receiver?
1: Um, who do I want to talk about first? There's a billion ways you can go on right. this. Um, the guys that I truly believe in. Um actually who do you have first since minus freezer? <laughs>
0: So this is one that I'm, it's hard to say how much of a breakout it can be, but he's one of my favorite guys here, but I'm still going to go with it. It's Michael Pittman Jr. He was 16th last year. So you might look at how huh, he kind of broke out. Yeah. But I think he can get to another level. If you're getting
1: in the top 10, that is yeah. definitely, that would be a, and that's, a what I,
0: that's what I'm looking at. I have him ranked 10th right now, which is higher than the consensus. He's actually, well, he's actually 12th, So a little bit higher, but he's going ADP 15, but Michael Pittman made a big jump in year two. He was up to he went from 40 catches, 500 yards, a touchdown in year one to 88, a thousand and six. And you know what? I think he has a quarterback upgrade, Matt Ryan. I don't know if it's a massive upgrade, but it's a, it's an upgrade. And I just think he's going into year three. He's just going to be better. I I really like Michael Pittman a lot, and I think he jumps up to that next level into that top ten. So that's kind. It's of, it's not as crazy of a breakout maybe as some, but it is. It's at least a moderate breakout in my mind that, yeah, Michael Pittman Jr., I'm getting him everywhere. I really I really like him. I, if you listen to the auction, I picked him up as my wide receiver one um, on our auction draft the other day. So Michael Pittman Jr., my first pick.
1: Um, and there's a few guys that we can name at the end, but uh, the one that I actually truly believe in that I'm the most excited about is Kadarius Tony. And I know you agree with me on yeah. this one too. The guy is unbelievable in the short amount of time that we've seen him um he looks apart i think that he has he's one of the few wide receivers that has the ability to be in that kind of going from obscurity to top 10 wide receiver i'm not even joking about that and that's with being on the giants and daniel jones i think he has that type of talent if he stays healthy mm-hmm. and the giants don't implode he he could be un un real he has all yep. of the ability in the world. So Kadarius Tony currently going at wide receiver 47. We only got to see him in a couple different games, but he, you know, he showed out. He did really, really well. And if he was able to stay healthy and the Johnson implode, I think he would have had a large enough year where it would have been hard to call him a breakout. But right now, I mean, he's even ranked at 47. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that breakout could be enormous.
0: Oh, yeah, I love that. I mean, he, man, the talent we saw on that. Game in a quarter, right? That's pretty much what it was. He was so good. So good. You could just, you saw it on the field how much better he was. And it, it was, it was impressive. Yeah. I think you were starting to get a lot. There was a lot of like Odell Beckham's comparisons coming around and he just looked so good. And, and then injuries. And he was, now. yeah. And he was a, a
1: rookie that I wasn't really high in. I didn't, I didn't really get to see him a whole lot in college. So when I saw him play in the NFL, I was like, oh, wow. Like I slept on him like yeah. 100%. Yep.
0: So, I'll go with uh, my other my second pick here, um, Rashad Bateman. I like Rashad Bateman a lot. And there's uh, no Marquise Brown anymore, right? Rashad Bateman is the wide receiver one. He, he's probably the second, though, target guy there after Mark Andrews, possibly. But Rashad Bateman, again, a high draft pick, was injured, didn't really get to, you know, he was injured. It was a rookie year, and he's injured. He didn't get much in camp. He didn't get to do much. I think you're going to see him really make a breakout this year. The other receivers currently on the depth chart that he is battling with for targets are going to be Devin DuVernay and James Prochet are currently the the next two up. And then like Tylen Wallace, there just isn't the guys there. And as much as we think they're going to run the ball a lot, right? They are. And I think they're going to, that's why I love Dobbins. Andrews is going to get his. Somebody's going to have to catch a ball too. And I think Bateman's going to have a pretty good season. So, Rashad Bateman for me. He was like wide receiver eighty last year or something. Like yeah, that.
1: I mean it's hard to disagree. He has such a great situation that yep. he's in. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, the other one that is big for me, I've talked about quite a bit, and I'm going a little more out in a limb because we have to see how this turns out. But I still believe in the talent of Christian Watson. They didn't end up drafting or you know uh, signing any other veterans, so he's going to get a you know a lot of chances early on in the year and i think out of that group i choose him i think that between the height and speed and and the things i've seen him him his ability i think that he's the one they didn't
0: get julio nope they didn't julio
1: julio i and that was another thing we should talk about that one cracks me up and even on other like mock drafts and whatnot i was like yeah, you can always grab julio late because he's gonna get signed to a team and then he goes to, like, we were we were always joking about the Packers. Right. We're like, that is yep. a perfect situation. I didn't even think about the Bucs. No. That is actually a better one.
0: Yeah, and then he came down between the Bucs and the Packers, what all the reports have said, and he figured, I'm going to go play with Tom Brady. That's yeah. basically what he decided. Why, Why wouldn't not? you? Why I mean, and, and
1: that's perfect, too. Godwin is hurt early. When Godwin comes back, all of a sudden, three-headed beast. Um, you know, it's the same kind of thing. They once again they're just stocking back up to make a run at it. Which
0: you know it's crazy. I thought this
1: was gonna be kind of a joke, but all of a sudden I'm kinda of like, you know, watch Godwin, out for the Bucks. Man. Godwin
0: didn't get find himself on the pup list. They, that they, is wild. That's crazy. So yeah. we'll see. But I'm not I'm not expecting big things from Julio for fantasy wise, but I'm happy in a way that he's not there at the Packers. I, to I don't want
1: I I hope that he has a pretty good year. So if he wants to retire, it doesn't have to be after last year, which would have just been like a you know, eh, to, uh, to such an a uh, Hall of Fame career.
0: Um, it's so. Aaron, speaking more of the Packers, see Aaron Rodgers comment today on Alan Lazard. He says about, it about. First, he was talking about Devontae. And it's always tough going from one Hall of Famer to another. So Alan Lazard, Hall of Famer. <coughs> I mean, I would that would be great. I don't know if it's gonna be Alan Lazard, but um, another guy I want to throw out there. This is one that I, I actually feel like maybe he's actually getting overvalued. So it's more of a I think he is going to break out in the general terms of it, but I don't know how I love how high he has. he's gone It's Gabe Davis. So Gabe Davis clearly I think is going to have a breakout season for what he's done in fantasy. The reason it doesn't feel like it is because of that one playoff game where he caught four touchdowns. Yeah, it's like that was his breakout, right? That was the breakout. But if you when you look at his numbers. He had 35 catches for 549 yards last year and six touchdowns. He didn't, he didn't do much. He was wide receiver 49. He's currently ranked wide receiver 20 or see 25. So he's going to have a breakout season. I just don't know how I feel about him at wide receiver 25. I don't know if that feels, that feels like you're, you're paying for something that clearly hasn't happened yet, but I think it's, I think he's going to have a breakout, but so I'm going to throw out Gabe Davis and the other one I want to throw out. One of these guys is going to break out Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. I don't know which one.
1: I know, I know. I feel like it would have to be like a
0: Jared Judy, but right,
1: Sutton could easily be on that list It's one of those
0: two. I know there's going to be a Bronco receiver that really steps up. I just don't, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Judy. We, you know, he has the, he was the higher draft pick. We think he's something, but he just, he's looked okay. He was hurt, but he's looked okay. But Sutton's been hurt. It's hard to say what it's going to be, but I think one of those guys has a chance. So I don't know. Do You got any others?
1: No, no. I think those were the the major ones. And then tight end. Anything at tight end here? Anything that stood out to you? Look, i I don't. I don't really feel good about yeah. anyone. But there, Irv Smith is the the one guy where I think he can truly break out. I I still hesitate to fully endorse him. Right. But he's the one at the end, and it feels like a, a second tight end for me to like grab. If I didn't, you know, if I got kind of a middling guy. Because I do think that, hey, give him a couple of weeks, see what he actually does. Super athletic. They need a, a third guy. Um, he's healthy, everyone's saying, which is great. Um, and, you know, Thalen is slowing down a bit. So it would open up a few more, you know, targets for him. I think that he has the ability to jump into, say, the the top, I mean, top 10 for sure. But, you know, probably the top seven uh, tight ends, which is, you know, more than enough. And honestly, it's so weak right now. He could, he could easily be in the top three if he started catching touchdowns.
0: So, yeah, I don't really have anything that I, I don't know if I want to call it any sure breakouts here. I'm very interested though in Hawkinson and what, I don't know how, what, what considered he, he finished as a wide receiver or or tight end five in 2020. Right. (laughs) So, and that would, but it wasn't, it wasn't like impressive. There wasn't anything impressive about it when he finished there. Right. He had 67 catches, 723 yards, six touchdowns. I think he can really make a, a jump from that. And part of, I think, what uh, Amon St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown played really well when Hawkinson wasn't there, and I think he was catching balls that Hawkinson would have caught. I can see Hawkinson back there and St. Brown taking more of a backseat and Hawkinson getting those balls and really stepping up. I don't know if I'm going to put my official. It's it's a weird one because he has been a fifth. He finished top five once, Yeah, but I just don't think that year was – that was just a tight like, yeah. For that to be a top five season, seven hundred yards, six touchdowns. No, I think he can get to a thousand. I think he can get he could have a thousand and ten touchdowns. He's that kind of guy. So yeah. I mean you're talking Hockinson. about – yeah,
1: you're talking about instead, you yeah. know, instead of a top five tight end, you're talking about a difference He's maker on the team. Yeah, yeah, and
0: I really think he can be that guy in year four. That's where I'm going. So, you know what, Hawkinson, there we go. Breakout. I'm I'm I I'm, I'm went for it.
1: I like that too. I mean, I love Amin Ra, Saint Brown. Um, I was a big proponent of him last year. I th- pretty much I said what yeah. was going to happen the second half of the year. It, that one actually worries me more. He got he's getting a lot of love, and I feel like yeah, I think you make a very good point about Hawkinson being healthy. Well, let me let me pull and, this up.
0: I'm curious of the game log. Uh, yeah, when and, and Hawkinson maybe, went out and when Saint Brown. We'll see if you're up. correct. And also,
1: Jameson Williams is a really talented wide receiver, and he will be healthy in the second half of the year. And I'm worried that Amin Ra will start losing target share steadily, you know what I mean? Um, Doesn't mean he's less of a player. It just means they have more options.
0: So Hawkinson's last game was in week 13. I don't remember what happened. If he went out in that game, he did have eight targets, four catches, right? And Amon Ross St. Brown's best game, his first big game was week 13 that same week. So I don't know how that played out, but that was, he did have 10 catches for 86 yards that game. It was week, and then that was the last game Hawkinson played. So all that stretch, there was no Hawkinson he had one overlap and i just don't remember the situation if hawkinson got hurt and then st. brown took over but that was that's it literally the entire stretch he was when hawkinson wasn't there so it's interesting there was no hawkinson except yeah that one game yeah and and let me see if i, I mean, can see how you forget snaps.
1: too i mean uh, swift was banged up which is a yeah. very good uh, you know pass catching back hawkinson got banged up he missed since you know week 13 like you said uh, th- and then they added DJ Chark this year, who can be a very good wide receiver. We'll yeah. see where he turns out to yeah. be the, you know in the Lions. And then you added a, you know, a top ten draftable guy if it wasn't for the knee in, yep. in their young gun. So, you know, a lot more competition. I, I yep. love Amon Ra, but
0: you know, we'll see. Well so there was that one the one overlap a little bit there, right? So I looked to Hawkins and played eighty five percent of the snaps that game. And St. Brown did have 10 catches So maybe not But maybe. the rest of the games were Well you no did Hawkinson. say 10 catches for 85 yards So yeah.
1: everything was yeah. dink and dunk it Who are they playing by the
0: way? Um, Minnesota Okay So I don't know We'll see if I mean St. Brown Yeah you only had one game Where he did well with You know with Hawkins in there See if that's a thing I think Hawkins is going to have a big year But all right I think that's it for breakouts I guess no surprise With the Dobbins and ETN stuff But I really I really truly believe in it So I think they're going to have big years But that will do it for today. We'll be back next week.